the future of radio. The future of radio. The future of radio is here. Unemploymentradio. I mean, it's not that I don't have enough going on. Sure. But I might be willing to quit everything that I'm doing to go do this. No, I wouldn't want to quit everything, but I would love to have a secret side job as this. Okay. I mean, side I mean, this jobs is are like, one thing. You can't quit everything Can, to do can a it. job be like a passion at the same time? Yes, that's what Fun Employment Radio is. I'm Okay, but I mean in this this aspect, because I'd also have to keep my face secret because I wouldn't want anyone to know. Would you be doing good for something? Oh, yes. I'd be doing good for everyone, but everyone would hate me. They wouldn't like me very much, but they wouldn't know that for the greater good, it's my job. Okay. I want to know what this job is that you think is your, is your calling. Okay. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. I want to remind everybody that you can get your tickets to the Fun Employment Radio listener event going on at the Landmark Saloon on Saturday, June 29th. That's a Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. So it's not tomorrow. But it's like a week from tomorrow. 29th, 2019. Mm -hmm. Get your tickets now at funemploymentradio.com. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to be an earlier show. It's something a little different. So everybody who's wanted something different, this is the time to go. Check it out. It's on a Saturday. We're accommodating some some people that haven't been able to go to other events. If you've been to them before, you know how much fun they are. You don't want to miss out on this. Because now it's going to be like super awkward if people are like, oh, well, if you just had them on a Saturday, then it would be fine. And then like they don't come like... (sighs) But you said that it's you sad. make the list if that were the case. Plus, no. what kind of a better way is there to like kick off your weekend? I'm already excited about it. I am excited, and to we're know. already so actually tickets, it's going to be fun. Yeah, tickets are selling, and we do have a limited amount of tickets. So if you are thinking about it, please just pull the trigger and uh, pick them up. So that way we know you're coming. We can see the list of everyone who's coming. So yes. thank you in advance to everybody who's already purchased the tickets. You. you guys are awesome. Funemploymentradio.com. Just click on the link right there at the top of the page and pick up your. All right. All right. So what is this thing? Well, before we do that, I feel like we need to address something because there's been a notable absence of shows over the last couple of days. Uh, One note is that uh, we do have a special episode in the archives that people can listen to. Uh, That was from our Wednesday show. It was not fit for public consumption, but if you are a member of the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club, you can listen to a behind-the-scenes meltdown. It's got the whole deal. This is the real... The rough and tumble. That was. That uh, was like, hey, we just, but we kept on plugging along. We made it through. But that show is, is just in the archives. Now, yesterday we didn't have a show because somebody in here was off cavorting around outside of the city and just lost track of time or something and didn't uh, didn't show up. Just didn't show. So I who would that be? I didn't mean to. I don't, I don't know. Who would that be in this room that just didn't show? Well, I will tell you. So you are talking about different careers, and I do now at this point point in time in my life have a different other job that I'm doing as well. Oh. And sometimes it is going to have to require me to be gone during the day so that I can get a bunch of stuff done. I've been I've been real estate and pretty hard this week, Greg. Oh my god. Is that the is that the term no. that you're going to use? <laughs> but I kind of went real estate. I thought it was kind of funny. So you're you were real estating, and then you're also um, what is the other thing that you were saying? You're real estate offended the other day. I'm real estate offended. That was the yeah. last show, so I think there was a lot of speculation that like you lost it after that episode, and oh. like you went off on somebody. No, actually, I um, found it. No, it was good. So I um, so I have been. I will say I, I'm not going to say like any like a lot of details, but I um, I am working on my first 
potential listings. Oh. So it's not in Portland. It's on the coast. And um, Is this and for a secret client? A secret wealthy a, gentleman that's flown you out to his place. It's in, not a secret client. <laughs> but I'm not going to talk about it, it until... It sounds like it. I mean, I'll talk all about it as soon as it's up. I mean, because it's pretty... It's pretty. It's a pretty incredible situation. So, um, Are you fly out there in a helicopter? No, but I just drive out. I mean, like getting to go to Lincoln City and like hang out. Mm-hmm. It's it's gorgeous. So yeah. So basically, now I'm learning what it's like to start listing a house. Like all the things that come through. Like having to talk to all the billions of different kinds of contractors uh-huh. and stagers, and um, like getting things like furniture moved out and moved in. And it's just, it is so much stuff. Is and this, it's really exciting. Is this an elaborate cover up? Because I still kind of feel like it is a little bit. Like you're you like you're doing something else and you don't want to tell me or the listeners and you don't want to like let us know about it. So you just like doubled down on like, oh no, I, now I'm a real estate agent. And uh yeah, well and I have a very fancy I can't tell you about it, but I have to go to the coast and <laughs> for my client and it's a very big deal. I will tell you oh, I think, I forgot I have a show today. So I, I showed a house when I got back into town yesterday and I have my 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 magic key yes. on my phone. That I can, you know, that I can use to open up the lockboxes and get in. And I think it was for um, another couple of friends that wanted to check this place out. And when I did use it, I think I finally, like, they finally both, like, believed me. <laughs> <laughs> like, when I was there and I had... Like, oh, you can do this. Not that they didn't, but I can... I know that it just sounds weird yeah. to people sometimes. And I'm like, hey, it sounds by like the way, now I'm a real up. estate agent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. But yeah, wow. go up to the thing and I type in my code and, yeah. like, the lockbox just... Beep, opens and I get out the key and there's like holy shit. I'm like, I know, right? <laughs> this is really happening. By the way, I'm an industrial engineer now. I okay, am cool. a grown-up. Yeah, I mean it does It does sound like something kind of phony. Like you could just make that up and people would be like, yeah, alright. Oh, it super so you does. Hear that, sir, it's like calling yourself a real estate agent now. No, it's like really awkward. awkward. Just let it go. Just tell her, oh, great job. Neat. Mm. Um, but yeah, seriously, dude, it's kind of weird. Like, I don't think she actually goes in. No, I do. So <laughs> I have been. So I've gone to, like, to the coast a few times to kind of look at the house. And now For we're your kind of. For secret thing. Now we are. I can't, can't wait. I'm about. so excited to, have, like. Uh, anyway, I don't want to say a lot about it. But uh-huh. um, so it should be. We're, we're going to try to list it within, like, a month. So then as soon as we do, I'll be able to uh-huh. share what it is. Uh, there are some questions that are being asked here in the Fun Employment Radio Supporters Club live chat. Uh, Mr. Jenke asks, can we be sure that Sarah won't wander off to Lincoln City the day of the live show? Yeah, good question. Sarah, can we be sure that you won't wander you off to Lincoln City? You absolutely can be sure because I am. That you will? I will not be wandering, but I will be gone a couple days next week. Sarah, we'll, we'll be recruiting I... some co-hosts next week. By the way, active submissions. Uh, you can send in your submissions for the recasting of Fun Employment Radio. That is not need... funny. <laughs> This is just Sarah will be missing a couple of days, uh, but I, yeah, if I, I am looking for a couple of co-hosts, so Wednesday and Thursday, Wednesday and Thursday, huh? Wednesday and Thursday, okay. <sighs> All right, well, or maybe just Thursday. I don't know. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. Will you let me know I'm like sorry. a half hour before we go live? <laughs> Inspections take time. I didn't know. Anyway. All right. Well, whatever you're. Inspections were that take I love time. How Greg is just, he knows what I'm doing, and he knows that it's a real Inspections thing. Inspections take time. I seriously wonder. Now I'm actually 
wondering. For your wealthy older gentleman that helicopters you out to the coast? No, not about the wealthy older gentleman. But what I'm wondering is like how many people actually think I'm lying about being a real estate agent? I mean, it seems like you're lying. It does seem like I'm, I'm not lying. I'm telling you. I have like, my certificate. There's a reason we've talked about I have about my state-issued license, but it does seem like it's not real. I'm going to the coast again. What are you actually up to? <laughs> that is so rude. You know I'm going to the coast. And maybe we'll – This could be something we can speculate on next Saturday, June 29th at the Landmark Saloon. I'm going to have some theories and my hy- hypotheses about what it is you're actually up to because I don't think this is it. I think there's something else going on. What do you possibly think that I'm doing in Lincoln I will... City? By the way, if you're not familiar with Lincoln City, Lincoln City is about two hours uh, west of Portland on the coast. Yes. Yeah, so it's a southwest. beautiful little coastal town. Yeah. All right, a little, yeah, southwest. Thanks, yes. Greg. Thanks for the correction. Well, Greg. to clarify, if that's where you're actually going, mm-hmm. since you don't even seem to know where it is. But okay, that's all right. We'll get to the bottom of this. I will say, though, now that I've been there a few times, I am starting to feel more like a little bit of a coasty. Honestly, because a couple of the people that I go with, like they, because. Um, this person a couple of the people you go with <laughs> i don't want to s- the staff i'm just nervous i don't want to jinx anything because i'm i'm fucking nervous that some, like i just want to get all my ducks in a row have everything done and then have it up and then be like okay this is actually happening so i'm getting and that's so, when you'll quit the show that's not when I, <laughs> that is such <laughs> bullshit i love this show. i missed the show yesterday i was super bummed um <sighs> but yeah it is interesting because now that i've gone there a few times and i'm with the the people and they there are like you know some establishments in town like some watering holes perhaps one in particular that I've gone to for years too whenever my family and I go to Lincoln City and they've started to I've started to like recognize mm-hmm. like the people who are working because there. you've been going there so much over the last few weeks I know I know but it's interesting I'm I think I'm I'm becoming like half coasty you are not a half coasty I mean, I've stayed there. Well, a few times. Not that much, but... I don't think you're a half... All right. Yeah. Well, anyway. So anyway, I'm sorry. Yes, next week I'm going to be coasting it up again. We'll get to the bottom of this, and we're, we'll be discussing this on the show and at the live show, June 29th at the Landmark Saloon. I got some ideas. All right. Anyway, pick up your tickets. For I mean, I will say that if the live, show, like the live show is a special event, so I can most likely say more at the live event than I will on the show. About the helicopter? About the about the eyes wide shut parties. About the eyes wide shut parties that I've been secretly attending. <laughs> Do you wear a robe? I wear a robe. You officiate it, and I have one of those, um, like not like the a weird sexy, horn. not the sexy mask, but the one with the weird long nose. Oh yeah, the really like creepy those ones, ones, the super creepy ones. I don't get those at the eyes wide shut party. <laughs> why is it such a thing for me? Uh, but I don't it understand. Really is like, weird. You bring it up like once a week. Why do they? Why do they wear like that? Because it's just fascinating. Like, why do they wear the big long? Why nose is it one? so like, fascinating? That's not attractive. You know, like nobody's going to look at that big long nose mask and be like, "Oh, that's hot." Like nobody, nobody's going to think that. Maybe it reminds them of like I other get, body things. Well, yeah, but if you're at an eyes wide shut party, why do you even need that? These are all questions that we need to get answered, and you obviously will be able to answer it as our resident expert. Yes, okay, I will let you know everything that I learned in my secret coastal eyes wide shut parties. <laughs> Continuing on, <laughs> radio for today. Going back to what we talked about at the beginning. Now, I don't want to say that I'm clairvoyant. I don't want to say that I'm a trendsetter. Um, I don't want to say that maybe people from government are listening and taking my advice. From government? But all those things. <laughs> I'm an army, Michael. <laughs> from government. <laughs> 
<laughs> Army's taking me back, mother. All right, so so no, here's here's what's going on. Oh my god. So an idea that I proposed here on this show. This is a an original Fun Employment Radio idea. Apparently is now being implemented in a major city in the United States. Some would even say the capital. So here's what's happening. That was a weird way to word that. It was weird, that. strange. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was a strange thing. I'm just going with it today. It's all right. Well, don't so be, here, can't be too wary of government listening. <laughs> Army gave me an award. All right. So, so here's what's going on. I propose something if I were to run for government here in, in Portland. One of my main platforms. Oh no! That I think would be a great thing to institute in this city oh, I has hope my to do with is wrong. traffic. Has to do with the number of people who violate traffic laws every single day in front of me by cutting me off or not using their turn signal or you know tailgating me. And I believe that every person in this city should have the right for at least one time a year. To be able to issue their own ticket to that person and rat them out, sending in a video or evidence that they have committed that crime, otherwise known as a snitch ticket. Or what you're talking about is a narc. A snitch ticket. You snitch on them once. You get get one a year. But you can also gather them up. You can stockpile them. You can trade in snitch tickets. So it's like if somebody – if you do a job for somebody and you're like, I want $10 and your snitch ticket. Then you can stockpile them, and then you can have more snitch tickets That's if you want. Weird. So, oh yeah, no, it's a whole training. I, I launch I launch a whole economy over this. But yes, it's because of these, all these people who violate traffic laws, but they never get tickets for them. Snitch tickets, great idea. So good that Washington D.C. now has a bill up that could get voted through that would allow, and I'm reading the title right now, regular citizens to issue parking tickets to tattle. You can issue a ticket. What kind of parking tickets? Like if someone parks like crap? This in particular is parking tickets. So it's a step in the direction of my snitch tickets, but certainly oh, like that. God. Yes. So here it is. Uh, essentially, the way this would work, it's called a Vision Zero Omnibus Traffic Safety Bill. And the idea is that there are so many bad parkers or people that you know block a crosswalk or block a fire hydrant and there's not enough people to give them tickets. They would basically deputize a certain amount of their population – Oh, to be allowed to issue tickets to walk around and they get to take pictures and issue tickets. This is a bad idea. This is a wonderful idea. And so they're just letting random like busybodies who are up to no good. It's a busybody program. That is a busybody program. It's a busybody program. I mean, that is so many people who are just like, me, me, me. Mm -hmm. I want to get people in trouble. Yep. Yep. Oh, that's gross. So there would be 80 people under this, under the pilot program. That would have to take uh, training in D.C. traffic laws, and then they'd be given access to an app where they can walk around and issue out tickets. Tickets to people who are parking bad. This is something that I think we could all benefit from. And and, uh, the the idea here is that I think I would be pretty good at this because I see violations all the time, and I want the city to be better. I want it to run better. I want it to be safer for everyone, and I think I should have the ability to issue tickets myself. Now, I, these snitch tickets that they're instituting in D.C., it would be nice if they would give me some credit for the idea. Whatever. Um, but you could walk around. You could do this, and uh, I think it should be instituted here in Portland. Wow. But I would not want anybody to know I'm doing it. 
Wait, so you'd want to be secret? So even though you are passionate about this being yes. something that people should do, you will not show your face? I realize sometimes when you're doing the right thing, it takes a while for society to understand that you're on the right side, that you're doing something good for do them. You, okay, it's me... not the hero they want, but the hero they need. Mm-hmm. And that would be me. Greg, do you ever wonder about like when you see those people, like the, the parking ticket attendant people? Yeah. Like the Why are you whispering? Nothing, because I always just wonder what it's like to be one of those. Like, to know that you're so – I mean, I don't mean to be mean, but you're just liked. Oh, yeah. Like, on principle, like you are just – and they're driving around their little – you know, they're like – like they're teeny yeah. little cars. Here in Portland, they um, – like the parking the parking ticket people have these weird little cars that they drive around in. They're, that's true. By the way, there's already some very controversial comments in our live chat. We'll get to that here in a second. Oh, I'll, I'll address these. Oh, I imagine they're similar to what other people are thinking right now when you're listening to the show. Absolutely. I know people are gonna, not going to like me. But it's good for you. I mean, so, do you ever I, – like I always wonder like how brave you have to be to be a parking ticket person or do they just not care? You just have to develop a real – Like a real thick skin? A real thick skin because, yeah, nobody likes you. No, nobody you know, likes But you. it is necessary. I mean people park like assholes uh, legitimately. You are so going to get a parking ticket soon. Oh, god damn it. You just put it out there because you're being so like ha- – I will like, be so mad. High and mighty and about like the ticket yeah, thing. No, yeah. It's, that could be. But – um. The yeah, I mean, I think if you're going to be a parking attendant <laughs> or, or parking whatever you would call them, well, I always call them. I, you can't. I, you can't I, call I them meter maids anymore. Yeah. Well, no, not meter maids. No, you're you just them? like parking enforcement. Yeah. So parking enforcement. Officers. And if you're a parking enforcement officer in the, who listens to the show, I know we have a lot of variety of people who listen to the show. Let us know. Um, I'd be interested if like your feelings get hurt or do you just like do it as a job? Do you do it out of spite? I can say I I know somebody who used to do it and uh, she just didn't care. Didn't care. But d- she had all kinds of stuff yelled at her constantly because nobody's ever happy, especially if you're in the act of writing it. And um, she's just like – if they're, she, she even said she's like if they're nice, sometimes I would be like, all right, here's a warning. If they were nice, but if they in any way yelled at her or insinuated they weren't doing something wrong, she was like, "Boom, take it." Oh, see, out. and and she would just leave it there. I could not do that. Yeah, uh, she she. So she just though. really didn't care. No, it was her job. Yeah, yeah, and then like I said, she said, you know, sometimes if somebody was very nice, I mean, I'll see like, those. Okay. I'll see the parking attendants driving down the street in like their little, you know, those. Teeny little cars. I don't mm-hmm. know. They have like three, like little three wheeled, like weird cars. Yeah. And I'll see like other cars driving by and like flipping them off and stuff. Yeah. Like, oh, like all just day existing, long. just existing. Like this guy, I saw one just trucking up Belmont the other day, and another guy was hanging his hand out the window, flipping him off. And I'm like, that guy's just existing right now. He's not even giving He's anybody just any doing tickets. a job. He's just like puttering along in his little car. And this it guy must is, be like, all day. Like that's a lot. If you are seriously in parking enforcement, please I'm, write us. We would love to interview you and just find out about this job. Uh, but if 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 not, just you know, send us send us an email. So Greg, see, you wouldn't even be brave enough to do it because Hell you're saying no. to have the snitch I'm tickets, you about would the wear most a mask. Cowardly way of doing it ever. <laughs> I would not want that. So let's uh, let's address some of these things in the chat. And again. Everybody listening, before you send me angry emails, remember this is a show. I know. Why would some... they be angry? Everybody oh, thinks they're... that. Sarah, what did you just say that everybody was doing 
flipping off the parking attendants because it was such this, such a reaction. Yeah. I just said I wanted to snitch on people. Oh, I know yeah. people are getting ready to email right now. Well, Remember, plus, it's just a show. Okay. It's just a show with a topic that you've brought up several times over the years. Well, yes. Mainly in reference to drivers. However, uh, taking this, Keelan says, uh, fuck this. White folks just be slapping petty-ass tickets on anyone that they didn't like or didn't trust. Oh, yeah, that would happen. I can tell you I wouldn't do that. I would be fair with my tickets. I give everybody a ticket. Um, no, and I wouldn't do that either. It, but for drivers, yes. Uh, let's see. People aren't <laughs> – Stephen, yeah, people aren't sociopathic enough these days. That's true. That would be scary. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Keelan says, Sarah, do you ever really wonder what it's like to be disliked? I mean, you do a show with Greg every day. You kind of have a front row seat. Oh, damn. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> wow. He's your buddy and he's hitting you a little hard. Everybody wants to punch. Well, I guess. Punch old I Greg. mean, if you're the one that's saying that you want to snitch on people who you don't think are parking, yeah, well. that's true. Yeah, no, I, I love honestly, the good, for me, I wouldn't. I don't mind about a ticket. I love leaving the passive aggressive note though. <laughs> like that's my favorite. Yeah, I do like. I will say, since I park downtown a lot, you see a lot of. There are a lot of a holes. Like I have so many dings to the side of my truck, new ones oh. from people uh, knocking into it. Um. But yeah, you are a passive-aggressive note lever. Mm. More aggressive than passive. I'd be like, hey, jerk, learn how to park. Love everybody. I like those. Yeah. But also, I will say... um, with my new car, it is. It has been a little harder to park, and sometimes I've I've had to like repark like three or four times because my new car is so much bigger than my old one. Oh. That I've like I'm I'm kind of afraid I'm going to become a bad parker. Like I'll never leave it like that, but still. I'm more self-conscious about my parking now. Yeah. 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 Well, either way, this is something this actually is happening in D.C. Like in all reality, those 80 people, can you imagine being on the street and seeing somebody with their picked? phone? I don't know. Oh, somebody just taking a, a like a photograph of yeah. you? Yeah. Oh, and glaring creepy. at you? I would be so angry. The more I say this, like there's no way I could do this. I would be so mad if I just saw a random person sending in a ticket for my phone. I tell you, I almost got in a... I got in a little uh, thing with a neighbor lady the other day. What? No. What's a a little thing with a neighbor lady? I was in my – so there's a crazy lady that doesn't like me. So I was driving through my neighborhood down one of the side streets, and I live in a very residential neighborhood. And I was getting ready to head out of town. I I think it was was when I was actually heading heading south, heading to Salem or something. And I don't speed in my neighborhood. Because I know, because I live there, I've lived there a long time, mm. but I do go the speed limit, you know. And I was driving along, and I got up to this uh, stop sign, probably about four blocks from my house, and I see this old lady standing on the corner with long, kind of like crazy hair, crazy cat hair, lady hair, mm-hmm. like the crazy cat lady from The Simpsons, like hair just kind of just big and out there, and with a little tiny dog, and she's looking at me, like looking directly at me. And she has her phone up, and she's, like, muttering. She's, and she holds her phone up and is snapping pictures of me. Oh, no. And I, you know, and I can't let that just happen. So I rolled down the window, and I'm like, what's going on? She's like, residential neighborhood. That's the worst. I hate it when I'm going, like, 10 or 15 (laughs) miles an hour. I'm, like, significantly under the speed limit. People are like, slow down. I'm like, I'm going 10 miles an hour. Exactly. What are you yelling at? Yeah. I mean, I was fully at a stop sign. I was not speed. I mean, (laughs) I was at a stop sign, literally. And, uh, and yeah, she she did that. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I've, I've lived here for 15 years is what I said to her. 
And um, she just turned around and just kept... So you're just giving her your life story? Are you over-explaining, yeah, I Greg? I over-explained. I was so mad. Well, I wanted to yell at her, and I'm like... <laughs> I've lived here 15 years. I know. I wanted to, like, yell at her, but... Why? She's a crazy old lady. Because she was so aggressive and angry at me, and somebody's snapping your picture. Nobody likes that. I don't like that. Yeah. And she's sitting there muttering at me. I mean, I'm going to give me a picture scowling. taken, but not by a stranger who's scowling I mean, and screaming. What's she yeah. going to do with my picture? I mean, yeah. here's a guy sitting at a stop sign. Uh, but yeah, I didn't like it. So I I, I didn't want to yell at her, but I did kind of like, was that the wrong thing to say? Like, I know I've lived here for 15 years. Does that make me a crazy person too? Yes. Yes. It was like a crazy. It's like you guys have both clearly lived in the same neighborhood for years because you're both kind of the same level of crazy. Yeah, but I'm not taking pictures of um, – and I just talked about this at the beginning that I wanted to take pictures of random – I have learned a lesson. Wow. It all came full circle. This all did – I, so I didn't, know, I didn't ex- know it was going to learn a lesson. She was doing exactly what you had said at the beginning that you'd like oh to do. Oh, my God. I was going to be the crazy lady. Wow. And this is what we call the, the moment of realization. Moment of clarity. Moment of clarity right here. All right. Wow. Great. Never mind. Snitch tickets. In this capacity, are a bad idea. Okay, if, they, if it has to do with you. No, I'm seeing. I'm seeing the full picture now. I would be mad. Okay, yeah, this doesn't work. Either way, though, I can't wait to see that lady again. Are you just gonna like keep looking for her and be I'm like, gonna, "I'm going the speed limit. No. I'm going the speed limit." I just want to like take her picture and then I want to find because she was Don't walking her little dog. Take her picture. What are you doing? I want to see her like take her dog off her leash? Like, keep your dog on a leash in this neighborhood. This is a residential neighborhood. Oh God, you probably have fantasies about that, don't you? Like catching totally her doing something. Do. Oh, that's so weird. Oh my God, yes. If I'm driving along, like, put your dog on a leash. Wow. I got to slow down on the coffee. You need to, yeah, pump the brakes a little there, bud. All right. Mr. Jinky, live here. (laughs) (laughs) 15 years. (laughs) You specifically said the amount of years you've lived there? I don't know. I just panicked to say something. And uh, then afterward, (laughs) I had to do the the math. I'm like, have I even lived here 15 years? And no. But (laughs) still. It is weird, but you're like brain... Tricks you into thinking is going to be like you're saving grace. My brain just moment. like rounded up, like me with the born here, or like you know when I didn't know when Joey McIntyre commented man. on my on my vest. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> it is just one of those things. Oh boy. Yeah, but seriously, if you are a parking attendant, like a parking meter person. Yeah, let I us do. know. I'm I'm very curious about that. Yes. All right, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dylan. Welcome to my world. Of crazy. Crazy. First up, first story is about cheese. Oh, my. Oh, can you believe it? It's a real shocker that I have a story about cheese. Shocked. Well, this is an artisan blue cheese, which I guess is something very rare and very expensive because it has now set the Guinness World Record for the most expensive cheese in the world. Oh, my. Selling... Less than six pounds of it sold for $16,000. That's stupid. What kind of cheese is... Why? Why is it worth that much? I'm so glad that you asked me, Greg. Ivan... Is it one of those things where they just threw gold in it so that way it's worth it? Ivan Suarez, who's the owner of a restaurant in Spain, set the Guinness World Record for the most expensive cheese sold at auction when he bought a 5.78 pound block of artisan blue cheese for $16,142.41. So this uh, this type of cheese is no. called a Cabrales cheese. 
C-A-B-R-A-L-E-S, a Cabrales cheese, which is recognized as one of the strongest and most popular blue cheeses in the entire world. Really? Uh, the purchased uh, cheese hails from the Valfru Cheese Factory. So um, let me tell you a little bit about Cabrales cheeses, Greg. Okay. Let's all learn a little bit about cheese today, right. shall we? Um, so the Cabrales cheese, it is very special because it matures. Don't you hate it when people say that? Yes. It matures. It matures. I'm very mature. Inside of the caves of the Picos de Europa mountain range in Spain. It spends roughly between three and six months inside of the caves with shepherds rubbing and turning the cheeses to help the maturation process. So shepherds go in and rub the cheese all day long. Yeah. Yeah, they're rubbing it real good. Yeah. Shepherds climb into the caves Who's and they're rubbing the, the cheese. Shepherds? Um, so it wasn't just him that was bidding on the cheese. There were 15 other restaurateurs Ooh. who were all bidding. It lasted almost two hours because everyone kept outbidding each other for this slice of blue cheese God. heaven. Oops, didn't. Silence pro. my phone. What a pro. Um, so if you would like to, um, to sa- sample this, he's going to be selling it at his restaurant in España. It's uh, the Cabrales cheeses. He recommends to eat cheese for all meals, which I do declare, Ivan Suarez. You and I are in the same boat. I, too, recommend cheese for most meals. Although I think I ate too much cheese today. My stomach isn't feeling very well. So maybe not all meals. Some meals. Did you know um, I learned something about cheese like a month ago? I forgot to bring it up here on the show. Oh, boy. Did you know there's a kind of cheese? It's called uh, Kasu Marzu. Kasu Marzu. And it's a cheese that is infested with maggots. That is disgusting. And yes, I've heard of that. And stop. It's People a, are probably eating it's stuff. It's a random Italian cheese, and they, that's Greg, what they do. It's illegal. Okay, Greg, don't. That's so gross. Isn't it gross? Yes. It's too gross. But people eat it. Stop. What? Is it really You're that not, bad? Yes. I mean, it's a real thing. Oh, Keelan's looking reference to the maturing, like when people who say Neanderthal. Yes. Do you say that? Neanderthal. 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 Yeah, those people are just like the mature Neanderthal. The mature Neanderthal. <laughs> no, it isn't mansplaining. It's cheese-splaining with Greg Nibbler. <laughs> No, that's disgusting. Yeah, I, I know about that cheese. It is a travesty to cheese lovers. Oh, the cheese community doesn't like him. I don't. I, I don't. I'm not. I, As I a cannot of say the that I am part of the cheese As community. As an avid contributor to the cheese community. I mean, correct. If by contributing you mean if I eat a lot of cheese, then yes, I am a contributor. Okay. I am both a fan and a client. All right. The Cabrales cheeses. All right. Next up, of course, we've all heard of the website Hotels.com. Yes. So now they are hiring. Click on the Hotels.com. Oh, boy. That's the best way to book a hotel is by going to FunEmploymentRadio.com and clicking on that link right there. Or Expedia. Hotels.com is now hiring what they are deeming to be called a pool hop. To travel all around the country reviewing hotel pools. Oh, dude. I know, right? Right. 
so they are hiring a pool hop whose duties include traveling across the United States, researching the most epic hotel pools, yeah. and doing reviews of them. Uh, so the chosen candidate will be paid $10,000 plus travel and lodging expenses to travel six uh, – let's see – to travel to six of the most epic hotel pools in the United States and document their entire experience for the website's visitors. $10,000 to go to six different amazing hotel With pools. With travel, lodging, all that covered. So I'm yes. assuming that's food too. Yep. So it's for their social media that covers all their food and – yeah. And they get to stay in the hotels. That's – so if you'd like Badass. to do this, you can apply. Uh, just I don't know. Just search hotels.com pool pool hop. Um, you can apply in the posting by writing a hundred words on why you'd be right for the job, uh, as well as you have to write a sample one hundred word review of your favorite pool. Like for example, mine would be of stripper soup, and I'd talk about how I think the free hair extensions that people leave behind, and maybe one broken clear plastic high heel, maybe you can use to make it into an art project. All different reviewing stripper pools. The revealing, yeah, reviewing stripper soup. Mm-hmm. That would be my pool. What would be your pool you'd write about? I, I, you know, off the top of my head, I don't usually have one in the bank as far as what kind of pool I would review. But probably, I'd want to go to one of those like high end Vegas ones to just see what it's like, mm-hmm. and then I wouldn't like anybody there. But I'd still go to it anyway. I think my scariest pool was the pool at my grandparents' place um, when I was growing up. They were, um, you know, Sun River. It's outside of Bend. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Sun River, Oregon. My grandparents were, um, they were uh, like part of this, I don't know, like the Sun River, like recreational club or whatever it was. some kind of commune story you're going to tell me about? No, but they had a, like. Like a hippie thing? No, like we would go and visit for a couple weeks during the summer and then they would get my sister and I like passes to go use the community center pool. And I I think this is where my fear of underwater started too because the Sun River logo, their resort logo at least, it was an S- and then an R kind of squished together. So it almost looked like an octopus with tentacles, mm-hmm. like three. And there was this huge SR logo on the bottom of the pool. And I remember I was little and I was so scared because it looked like an octopus. And I thought it was – and I was afraid to uh, open my eyes like and look at that thing because it just looked like a giant floating octopus to me. Ew. It really scared me. I used to have nightmares about being trapped in the middle of a pool with different octopuses like – I could see them, like, rising up from the bottom of the water and then popping up around me. Well, that's awkward. That pool really fucked me up. What? <laughs> yeah, it sounds yeah. like it. it. sounds like there was a real issue there. It was really... It's clearly the pool's fault. It was the pool's fault. Um, how do you feel about that picture that's going around? And there's this has been shared a lot of different places because people have questions about it, about the... London apartment complex or London building. It's a it's a London like tower that's going to be going in, and on top of it, it's a fifty five story building. They're going to have a three hundred sixty degree infinity pool on the top of the building, so that is the top. Fuck no. Where it's just all a pool with like uh, glass walls. How do you get up to it? That's the question everybody has. That's been like it's this ongoing meme where people have been speculating about how it is that people actually get into this, and I finally looked it up. On how it is. There's there's hilarious memes out there. Like this one guy did a whole bunch of cartoons showcasing like helicopters dropping people in or like like a trebuchet launching. Yeah, because I think I'm looking if this is the correct picture in the chat. There's there's everybody's probably seen it. At this I mean, point yeah, because it's just media. all like people standing there, but absolutely no walkway or anything yes. in. Yeah. So the way it is is that you're coming in from underneath, and they said there's this two tube system that'll open up. One tube, I think, to like block out the water, and one that will have the staircase in it. And so you come up from it from underneath, like you walk up into the. I pool. I don't like any of that, and this conversation is making me uncomfortable. Would you go in the pool? No. 
God, no. No, no, no. I would just worry that it's so windy I that it would like, to lift have, me like, up out of the pool. I don't like heights. I don't like – I was stuck on the Markham – I don't like heights either. I was stuck on the Markham Bridge um, – I think it was yesterday. I can't even remember anymore. But I was stuck like way, way, way high up on the in the air and like this is one of the highest bridges in Portland. Yeah. And I was terrified. I was freaking out. Like, I mean, just being able to look over the sides like that. And even though I was in my car, I was so freaked out. I would never, ever do that pool thing. I don't – yeah, I, not with the – at least not with the glass walls. Like, if they weren't glass walls and it was on top of the building, I, I might – I could go in there for a minute. I wouldn't go anywhere near the sides. I would go nowhere near the sides. No, I couldn't even handle that in the middle. Um, yeah, Keelan's saying, I love how Greg thinks he's lighter than air and will actually be lifted up out of the pool. No, it's not rational. I'm not saying anything's rational on it, but no. that's what I would worry about. Be like, oh, the wind, if I get too close, I'm gonna, it's going to yeah, knock gonna me blow over her. the side. Yep. Or it's going to knock over the – the walls, because you know the water's going to be sloshing out over this thing. Jesus. Yeah, no, I do not want that. There's one like this in, I think it's Houston, has one that's like, uh, that hangs out over the side of the building. That's like, I don't know, 30 stories up or something like that. And it's a glass bottom. Mm-mm. Also, then everybody from underneath would just be staring at you. That'd be an awkward angle for people to look at. Mm-mm. Everybody looking at your unders. Anyway, let's continue wow. on. Um, the story I just thought was there. yeah. The story I just thought was funny. So this is uh, out of Pakistan. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So a lot of so this is a live stream that happened of a Pakistani politician's press conference. Oh yes, this made me laugh. You should look up or Greg find the picture. I, of it. I have. So this went viral when the camera person who he had hired to uh, take video for a live stream on Facebook <laughs> of this politician's press conference. Was previously using a cat filter on it, which makes you know, puts like cat ears and like a cat nose and stuff on people. <laughs> Forgot to turn it off and instead started living, live streaming this politician's press conference with the cat filter on it. It's still. so great. So this guy's name is uh, Shukat Yusabzai. He's a minister of health and information. Uh, appeared in the live stream video <laughs> wearing cat ears and whiskers <laughs> while delivering a briefing about some serious local issues. <laughs> so this <laughs> happened. <laughs> so people were watching the streaming on Facebook and they're like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> I mean, it's like a, a serious press conference with him, you know, donning cutesy little cat ears and cat whiskers. It's so funny. Uh, so they were able to remove it after a few minutes, but. They let it go for a little bit. Uh, the party said that it was, in fact, human error was to blame for the filter. And there's there's two of them because it did it ended up getting uh, the other guy too. <laughs> yes, <I know. laughs> they both had so because of like, like little pink cheeks ears and, and cat whiskers. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I think every single political debate should have this. The presidential debates that are coming up, oh, I don't care what party, they should all have to have God. the well, cat filters on them. I bet you anything who you take this seriously. is going to change that because I'm sure that somebody somewhere will be able to do that and you can watch it. That would with be so filter? fun yeah. with the cat filter. Yeah. Just having them go through the different <laughs> It things. is pretty great. Um, I'll post a picture of that <laughs> on this episode. With the whiskers going up. <laughs> I like how it changes. It transfers to like filters yeah, to and moves from like guy. one guy's head to another. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that's funny. All right, I do have one more story, uh, and this is about one other thing that you're obsessed with, Greg. And this is about this year's Flat Earthers Conference. Oh boy! Which I'm still amazed that 
I, I meet people sometimes that still don't know that flat earthers are a thing. They think you're messing with them. God bless them. I, I well, because it seems so stupid. It's so far out there. It's, it's so dumb. I was actually talking to a contractor, and I was telling him because for some reason it came a up about contractor. I you mean because a it's client a, at your eyes wide shut party. No, at my eyes wide shut party. But I was because it was the the ex of one of my friends who I'm still friends with on Facebook is a bonkers crazy uh, flat earther. Okay, she's. And so we were talking because, like, my friend had was there, too. And I'm just like, oh, by the way, do you still follow so-and-so on Facebook? I'm like, have you been seeing this stuff? I mean, it's glorious. She is consistently posting. Well, she will be, she's a flat earther? She is 100% a flat earther. God. I'm still friends with her. Um, she's a lot of other things, too, but that one's. Um, I mean, that's just a special kind of dumb. I mean, that's like, I don't even know how you And she's one of those flat earthers, like that. too, that's just like, if you're not, you know, smart enough to be able to understand the truth, then, you know, just very... Oh, self-righteous about it, too? Very self-righteous. Very kind of aggressive about it. It's it's pretty incredible, like, the amount. Because I, I know – I used to know this person, and she was fine, like a little kooky, but fine. Huh. But she um, – yeah, I'm looking at her page right now. She posts all this crazy, crazy stuff, but she's 100% like with the ice wall and everything. Well, now I have a cruise that I can share with her because the Flat Earthers Conference is now this year going to be set to be a cruise <laughs> that is going to sail to Antarctica's ice wall at the planet's edge. No. Yes. Is this They real? are saying organizers of the annual Flat Earthers Conference that bring together people who believe that the Earth is actually flat are planning a cruise – to take it to the edge of the planet, they are going to go looking for the ice wall that holds back the oceans. Who's who's running this cruise? Because any ship is not going to be able to do that. I mean, I mean, I I, I don't get it. Well, the journey will take place in 2020. Like, the Flat Earth International Conference (FEIC) is the one that's putting this on. This is announced on their website. Um, so their goal. How do is they to... think geopositioning satellites work? Exactly. So the ship knows where it is. Exactly. Um, so they want to prove the flat earther's assertion that the earth is a flattened disk surrounded at its edge by a towering wall of ice, a la Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> um, details what a about magical the, world they, they live in. I know, right? Like they think we live on a pancake. That's pretty cool. But then what if the biggest joke ever is that we really do live on a pancake, Greg? Yeah, but we don't. I know. I mean, you know. I know. I love the logic, too, because it's like, how come, you know, if you're flying places, I can say, like, oh, well, you know, a lot of times, you know, sometimes it's dark, you know, during nighttime, and that's when you pass over the ice wall. Like, they think it's it's just incredible. I'm looking at their website right now. They have an image of some weird guy who looks like he's yelling into a microphone, and then they're, they're uh, it's going to be what it's going to be about. Oh, my God. Flat Earth International Conference presents live stand-up comedy night. And then they've got That's a picture incredible. of SpaceX. There's a lot to laugh about. And then it's an image of SpaceX, an image of uh, you know the, ev- the evolution image of from a chimpanzee to a human. And then it's got Bill Nye on there. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I just found a post about the Flat Earth stuff. Do you want to read it? Yes. So she posted a meme that says, uh, so it's all these pictures of... Uh, oh, and Neil deGrasse Tyson's on there, too. Of horizons. Um, so it's showing, like, basically how all the horizons are flat because no curve found in real observations. And this is in all caps, of course, misspelled and weirdly captioned. Feel free to test the globe yourself. If you and your family haven't yet, it's something you should do in the name of truth and common sense. 
There are so many tests one could pursue. Let us know if you truthfully find bodies of water that actually curve to form the exterior of a giant spinning sphere. Stop lying to yourself and allow your awakening to occur. Don't fight it. Truth will always win and facts will always vary. Who said this? My friend's ex. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I when I was telling when I was telling them I'm like, do you know that this is what's happening? And they were like, holy shit, it's amazing. All she does is yell about flat Earth stuff. It's incredible. It's my favorite. Like you know how you have those special Facebook friends, which maybe we're those people for somebody else when they're just like, oh look at what a jackass you know so and so is. Wow. Yeah. Oh, she has posted this meme recently. It says clouds. It's called a horizon because it's a horizontal line, not a curvizen. It's not curved. Yeah. Curvizen. No, I get Why aren't it. you responding? Because it's just gross. I know. It's amazing. All right. So anyway, let me tell you. Um, ba, 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 ba. Details about the event, including the dates, are forthcoming, according to the FEIC, which calls the cruise the biggest, boldest adventure yet. However, it's worth noting that nautical maps and navigation technologies, such as GPS, work as they do because the Earth is a globe. Believers yeah. in flat Earth argue that <laughs> <laughs> that images show a curved horizon, or uh, flat Earthers say that images showing a curved horizon are fake, and photos of the round Earth from space are part of a vast conspiracy perpetuated by NASA and other space agencies to hide Earth's flatness for why they don't know. Um, <laughs> just because. Just because. All right. My favorite too. So I've seen her share this flat Earther thing. I'm sorry, if nobody. I just find this fascinating. She had shared a picture of. Um, one of the main film companies who has like the globe, like the black and white globe spinning. It was like in front of, um, like a whole bunch of old, like old timey, like twenties and thirties movies. That was like the Thirty Rock one, or the no, no, just like they had like a, um, it was one of the like MGM or something. Oh like, yeah, yeah, spinning yeah, yeah. globe uh, things yeah. at the beginning of movies. So one of their big platforms is that since there was no proof that w- the Earth was round. Because that was before we went to the moon, like before we went to space. Yeah. That um, that they think it's manufactured by the Illuminati and by like actors and like film companies, because there's no way that they would have known the Earth is round. So they were the ones that actually created that. And then <sighs> it's amazing. This hurts my head. Like I, I don't even know if I can handle it. Yeah. There's something particularly about flat earthers that just really. Yeah. Well, what they do believe is that the planet really appears as a pancake-like disk me. with the North Pole smack in the center and the edges are surrounded on all sides by a giant ice wall holding the oceans back. Uh, this ice wall, um, thought by some flat earthers to actually be Antarctica, is the destination of the promised cruise. So uh, this is going to be happening sometime in 2020 if they can find a boat to navigate without a GPS system <sighs> or about, without a GPS <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. That's gonna. I, I. Sorry again. This it just breaks my head. I like know. I'm honestly not like I'm paying all attention to all of this. It just it hurts my head so much. But I love the idea if they were documenting this, them going off trying to find this ice wall with no GPS on this ship where they're just going off into the middle of the ocean. Like you realize, like weather satellites, like weather information, they're going to die. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I mean, they're um, not going to die. Maybe that's a little overdramatic. Yeah. But they're going to get lost. You know that they're going to totally, be rescued. I'm totally just picturing them imagining that they're going to be like at the end of the Truman Show, where they're on their boat 
and all of a sudden they just oh, hit that ice dream. wall. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, look, it was a lie. It was a lie. By the way, if you want to be a sponsor of the Flat Earth Conference. If you want us to go, oh, my God, I will. Please. I can't. I couldn't do it. Why not? I will go to about anything. <laughs> I would not be able to handle this one. You could give this people snitch really, tickets, but you would not be able to go to a Flat Earther conference? I, we already talked about it. I'm, I'm off of my snitch ticket run. We, we worked through that. No, I could not go to this. These people, there's something that just makes me so, and I don't know why, but it just makes me so viscerally angry. Because it, it's pretty Because it, it's so irrational and stupid. Yeah. It's just, and it's the... It's the attitude of I am right and it's that whole thing. Mm-hmm. It just hurts my head too much. But but if we want to be a premium sponsor, a premier sponsor, it's only $6,500, Sarah. You get the logo on the conference website. Oh, God. Full page ad. Well, you know what's going to happen is that it's never going to. It's just never going to happen. The cruise? Yeah. No. Well, no, cruise line's going to do it. Well, not even that. I mean, even if they got a cruise line to do it, like – I think back in the back of their minds, they have to know that there's never going to be an ice wall. And no, if they they're disproven, just, then what do they stand for? All they would do is just come up with another reason of why it's not like there. Like somebody melted out a, a part of the ice wall? To trick them. And it's to it's a them. bunch of cameras they set up to for an illusion, and they have a green screen backdrop so that they can't find it. I mean, they these you can come up with a reason for anything. That's true. Yeah. All right. Well, there you have it. If you're interested in that, there you go. That's your world of crazy. Crazy. That was particularly crazy today. I mean, it just, this whole show has been crazy today. But I mean, that, oh my God, flat earthers. I mean, I mean anti-vaxxers you, too, but man, something about the the pompousness of well, some she's flat also of course she's also an anti-vaxxer. I mean, of course. Well, yeah, that makes sense. That I mean, it's a it's the trifecta like that the um, the airplane the chemtrails chemtrails it's anti-vaxxer chemtrails flat earth like that seems to be that's five G is going to be their new one too. Mm-hmm. But anyway, oh no, I already saw some posting about that too. Yeah, no, that's that's right up there with it. All right, are we about? Is that about all she wrote? Yeah, my head hurts. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think that's about all she wrote. Mm-hmm. So but, be sure to pick up your tickets to our event that's happening yes. next Saturday, eight days from today. Saturday, June 29th, where we will be at the Landmark Saloon, 4847 Southeast Division. Get your tickets now, funemploymentradio.com. Come join us. We've got lots to talk about. It's going to be a fun show. We're probably going to do it outside. Like It's, it's going to be a lot of fun. And then later on that day, there's, there's bingo and there's all kinds of other things. But for the live show part, uh, it is ticketed. And uh, please pick up your tickets. Cool. There, support yeah. us. And Thank you to everybody who's purchased on. tickets. I'm just grabbing a couple names. Thank you to Tracy and Ronald and Nicole, Michael, Angela, Trina, Maybe they don't want Kelly. their names to be known. Maybe it was a secret gift. Eric, Stephen, Joel, maybe they're Daniel. Trying to, maybe it was trying to be a gift for somebody. Oh, whoops. Well, I mean, there's more than one person named that stuff. I was just trying to give shout outs. No, that was good. All right. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. You're all wonderful people. We really do appreciate it. Every oh, single look. one of you. Thank you. Truly. Thank you. And thank you again for your patience. I'm sorry for um, having to be absent, but I swear it's going to be really cool once I can talk about everything that I'm doing. I swear it's going to be really cool once I can tell you about my eyes wide shut parties. I'm a grown up. <laughs> gentleman caller. Why do you keep saying gentleman caller? I just That's picture it because weird. it sounds weird what you're doing, so I picture it like being a some guy flying you out in a helicopter. Like a really I mean, that would be old. Awesome. Like a really old uh, Christian Grey. 
kind of tank going on there. That is so odd. Is that weird? Yes, you're weird. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. Dot com. Ew.